You are listening to the Grow Your Local Business podcast, where local marketing expert and life coach Leslie Presnell shares the strategies and the mindset to help you reach more people in your city and bring in a steady stream of clients. All right, let's dive in. Hello, hello. We're going to talk today about the three things that I would do if I was starting my business from scratch, like the three things that I know I could do if I wanted to go out and get clients quickly and start bringing in revenue immediately and really start growing my audience right from the get-go. And I say that these are the things that I would do if I was starting from scratch again, because these are the things that I did do and the things that I have my clients doing. I love learning what people do, like behind the scenes in their businesses like this, and kind of like what they would do differently and how they did exactly what they did. So I do want to say, like, even if you're not necessarily like starting from scratch, you're going to get a ton of value out of today's episode because what I'm going to share today can speed up your results no matter where you are. These three things are going to be what helps you really find more local leads, what's going to help you get your name out there more, what helps you find the right people, what makes sure that your people are actually seeing your content, and how you can really convert people from just being strangers into actually being clients. So I know this can be helpful no matter where you're at, but definitely for those of you too who are just starting out, who do want an actual strategy, and maybe like you don't know exactly where to start or where to focus all your time and energy. I know like when a lot of people first get started or even when they wanna bring in a new offer into their business, what ends up happening is they end up spending a lot of time behind the scenes in their business. So this could look like thinking a lot about your business and kind of dabbling here and there. I've seen a lot of people take like months or even a year kind of prepping to start their business by doing things like getting a logo made and then getting business cards made and then, you know, getting like pamphlets made or working on their website, like choosing the right fonts and colors and then changing their mind and doing it all over again and like waiting on a professional photo shoot for better pictures. Like, here's the thing. I love all this stuff. And it can be great to make things better and easier and even like streamlined and possibly even make you come across more professional. I'm using air quotes. I know you can't see me, but none of those things are actually going out there and getting clients. I see this like behind the scenes and prep work and planning slowing a lot of people down when they could just be out there meeting people and making connections and networking and actually getting clients and then start getting their clients results and then now having clients who love them and who are now going to refer them. So the thing about like being, and I love this, the thing about being a local business owner is that every single person that we meet in real life or even online has the potential to be our next client or to refer us to our next client. So I see a lot of people doing way too much behind the scenes stuff versus just going out there and meeting as many people as possible, whether that's online, like on social media or offline at networking events or just anywhere in real life. 
And it's not even that this behind the scenes like computer work stuff or creation or planning, it's not that that is a problem. Like I do think all of that is necessary. And the stuff that I'm going to talk about today is stuff that does take you just sitting down at your computer and getting to work. But what I see a lot of people doing, and even my clients sometimes too, is taking too long to get it done and to get stuff out there so you can start getting the clients coming to you so you can start making money. It's like you wanting to have everything kind of set up and perfect before you can make an offer. Like let's just use creating a website as an example. And that's not one of the things that I even think you have to have to get started making money, but it is something that I see people want and that people spend a lot of time on. Like people will spend months and months building their website before they put it out into the world. So when my clients come into the local Preneur Bootcamp, I'm like, you can build a website in a weekend. <laughs> like, I'm like, here are the essentials you need. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Um, I mean, even right now, if you go to my website, my website has three pages. I have a home page that says my name. It has a picture of me and it says how I can help you. And there's a button that takes you to my sales page. And then my sales page explains everything to you and how I can help you and all the details. And then there's a buy button that takes you to a checkout page. And that's all I had for a very long time. And just last month, whenever I launched this podcast, did I add a page for the podcast? And it has not slowed me down. Like, are there ideas of things that I want to add? Of course, like I have a Trello board full of them. I was recently reading The Gap in the Game by Benjamin Hardy. And he was talking about the British rowing team. And they hadn't won a gold medal since 1912. And they really just didn't have a great rowing program. But leading up to the 2000 Sydney Olympics, they started using this decision-making strategy that ultimately led to them winning the gold medal. So basically, with everything that came up, they had a one-question response to every decision they made. And this one question allowed them to measure every situation, decision, or obstacle that came up so they didn't get derailed from their goal. So for everything that came up, they asked themselves, will it make the boat go faster? If it did not make the boat go faster, they didn't do it. They didn't worry about it. They didn't spend their time on it. So I love the idea of you having a version of this question for your business. Like, will the decision you're making when you're just starting out help you get results faster? Or will the priorities that you're focusing on get you to the results faster? And this doesn't even have to just apply to you just starting out either. Like, I still have to check myself on this. My coach literally called me out last week on this because I wanted to work on something that was derailing me from focusing on the current result that I was trying to create in my business. But even back to our website example, what I teach my clients is like, let's just get the essentials up. Like, what do you need right now that's going to get you the results the fastest? Like, don't worry about all the bells and whistles for now. All we need when you're perfect person 
lands on your website is that they see only the words that they need to see. And they're nodding their head the whole time. Like, yes, this person can help me. I'm in. Where do I buy? And you creating that doesn't have to take a long time. So that's kind of the mistake I see people making when they first start out is going way behind the scenes, trying to make this perfect business. And like they never come out behind the scenes and they don't make sales that way. So then they're like, okay, well, clearly this business or my offer doesn't work. No one wants this. And it doesn't work or they think that no one wants this because they were never actively out there saying like, hey, this is what I do. I can help you. Do you want this? Like, this is how you get it. They spend a lot of time instead, you know, changing their button colors or their fonts or waiting on their friend to finish their logo so they can then send off their business cards to Vistaprint. And this whole process is just so dragged out. And I've seen time and time again So many people stop in the middle and quit because it's taking so long. They're not giving giving themselves a chance to make any money during this process. They're trying to build a business behind the scenes without making any offers along the way. So there's no momentum. There's no validation of anyone wanting what they have. They aren't in service of their client. So they're not staying in those emotions that are going to keep them going because they're thinking the logo, the website, the business cards, that all of those things are going to bring in the clients. But we know that that's not it. What's going to bring in the clients is you going out there and telling people what you do and how you can help them and showing them what their results can be like after they work with you. So you're going to be out there creating value whether that's in person at events or you meet someone at a, ne- at a networking event or you're doing presentations or speaking at events or even if you're just showing up online on social media or YouTube or blogs, however you're creating content for your people, you're creating value for them that shows them how you can help them. So what do I mean by value? Really quick, because people always ask, and I have an entire training in the bootcamp, even with a challenge that breaks this down, like how to talk about the value of what you do. But basically, like think about how you get your clients results. How do you specifically do that? Like what can you teach them or show them or tell them that they're going to get a win or some insight or a small transformation. Like anything that's going to help your person now and that they're going to think like, okay, this person can help me. Like I got something out of that. You do that enough times, they're going to be reaching out and coming back to you. And even sometimes you may do that just one time and it's going to connect with the right person who needed to hear something at the right time and they're going to reach out and say, I'm ready. So as you create value from the beginning, don't be attached to getting clients right then from that single piece of content. Like just create it to help your people and be open to, pos- to them possibly reaching out to you And then knowing that some people are watching and are paying attention and there's some people who are going to reach out to you when you least expect it, and it could be right now, and there's some it could be in a month or six months or a year, and we're just here for all of it. So that's really the difference of what I see people doing when they first start out is they're either really behind the scenes of their business trying to build a perfect business ahead of time and then launch it 
but then most of them lose steam along the way. But I really recommend showing up, meeting people, creating value during this entire process. So be showing people how you can help them, even if you know you are building the website and doing all the things at the same time. So if you are really no matter where you are in your business, if you catch yourself wanting to go behind the scenes a lot and work on things and tweak things, just notice that and be on to yourself. Don't judge yourself or beat yourself up. Just notice it and ask yourself what's going on. Like, why do you feel like you are hiding more behind your computer? Like, why are you not wanting to go out there and make offers? Like, what are you thinking right now that's stopping you? Like, why do you feel the need to work more on a website or a logo, right? Like, that is what you need to become more aware of. Like, what are the thoughts going on that are stopping you? And just notice them. And don't don't judge them or try to even make them go away yet. And just look at them and be curious about them. And just by becoming aware of these thoughts you're having, you'll be able to see how that's getting you your current result of zero paying clients or the current number of clients that you do have. Then you get to decide from there if you want to keep those thoughts or not. But I think it's really beneficial to see what your current thoughts are creating for you. And listen, of course, building a website, creating a logo, getting business cards, like all that stuff feels like you're taking action, but it's very safe action. Because no one can tell you no when you're making a logo or you're working on your website. There's no rejection involved. Like there's no risk. But on the other hand, there's very little reward. And that's why I see so many people actually stop during their phase and think that their business isn't working. So just question the activities that you're doing in your business and see like, are these safe? activities or are these actual revenue generating activities? And that's just a good question to ask yourself every week. So that's just kind of a general introduction of what to do and what not to do. But I do want to get specific with the three things that I would do if I was starting from scratch. And this is really interesting because I kind of did get to start my business from scratch again in 2020. So I've had my local small business since 2010. I started out as a blogger. It was just a hobby at the time. I didn't really know what it was going to turn into. So when I first started, like I wasn't taking it seriously as a business. I wasn't thinking about growth and, you know, building an audience. I actually spent a lot of my time behind the scenes, like worried about my logo. (laughs) It was all very scrappy for the first several, several years, like I made zero money for years, mostly got paid in free stuff. Eventually, I did start selling my own products and creating my own paid events here in Baton Rouge. So that's where I really started to learn like how to market and sell to a local audience. But through those years, I was learning how to reach people who lived in my city and create content that people actually cared about. And really, I was just failing a ton. So I will say this is kind of a bonus thing. You got a fourth bonus here. That's something else that I would do if I was starting from scratch. I would be more willing to fail. And 
I know I would have grown a lot faster if I would have been more willing to try a bunch of stuff and not get the result I wanted. I played safe and small for a very long time out of fear of failure. And it wasn't actually until I discovered life coaching and got a life coach and had support and understood what was happening in my brain and understood how to manage my mind around failing that I was willing to put myself out there and start getting some actual epic fails under my belt. And once I finally learned like how to process emotions and truly understood that I'm either failing or learning, then I was all in for failure. But that didn't come until much later on. Um, But as I grew my blog and started this or started growing my local audience and was selling events and, you know, had people showing up and had people paying attention, other local business owners started asking for my help. Like they wanted to know what I was doing. Like, how was I reaching people down the street and not all over? How is I getting people to notice me? How is I getting people to put on like actual real pants and show up to events? How is I getting people to engage with me? So I started taking on clients essentially like as a social media manager. And really there was a lot more to it. (laughs) I was managing their, their social media, but I was also like writing their blogs, I was building their websites, I was writing their copy, their sales pages, sending emails, building their email lists, like setting up local influencer partnerships and other collaborations like events, running Facebook ads. It's a lot even as I'm listing it out, but I was a full on like agency of one. So eventually, since I was doing so much, I was fully booked doing this and then COVID happened. And all of a sudden, every local business needed to be online if they wanted to sell and stay in business. So I had all these businesses reaching out to me almost like in a panic, but I couldn't take them on. Like I just didn't have the bandwidth. So at that point, that's why I started the Localpreneur Bootcamp. I was like, hold tight, you guys. (laughs) I'm going to just take everything I know and put it step by step in a program. Like, we've got you. So at that point, I did essentially restart my business from scratch. Like, this is when I actually founded my coaching business. So I have my blog, which is called Southern Flair, that I've had since 2010. And this is my local small business here in Baton Rouge. But now I have this completely separate business, which is my coaching business for local small business owners. And this is the business that you now know me through if you're listening to this podcast. So, you know, I had to get all the new social media accounts and secured my domain name and email address and Stripe accounts, you know, like all these things that you do when you start your new business. But I also got to really think about everything that I had learned over 10 years of marketing and growing an audience. And I knew some very specific things that I could do from the get-go to get people's attention fast and to get on their radar, and to not leave it up to Instagram and the Instagram gods to whether or not people saw my post or not. Like, I knew that I wanted to take full control over growing this business and not rely on Instagram (laughs) and just cross my fingers that people saw my stuff. So I'm going to break down what I did whenever I launched the Localpreneur Bootcamp And these are the same things that I did eventually implement over the years in my local business, 
and that I did for my clients as well. And they're what my clients do inside the local preneur bootcamp. So I know they can work for you too. All right. So the first thing that I would do if I was starting my business from scratch would be to create an email list. I would do this from day one, even prior to day one. (laughs) Like if I knew I was getting ready to launch a business and I may even have people potentially be interested, I'd be saying, hey, give me your email. I'll add you to my email list and you'll start getting my emails whenever I start taking clients. And you don't even have to have a website yet to have an email list. Like you can sign up through MailChimp or Flowdesk, which are two pretty basic email service providers that a lot of my clients use for their local businesses. And you don't even have to have your website ready to be sending people to a form that you created to have people start adding themselves to your email list. You can post the link to your form straight to social media or even like send it in text messages to your friends or whoever may be interested in joining Or you could even have a QR code at events so people can sign up right then. No website is even required. So that's why it is easy to start growing your email list right from scratch from the get-go. And why not? Especially if you're going to be be creating posts for social media anyway, you can send the same information in an email. And your people are actually way more likely to see it in their inbox than they are on Instagram or Facebook or anywhere else on social media. I look at these stats every week and my emails always reach more people than my social media post. A while back, I posted inside our Facebook group some stats from a recent email that I had sent. And the email was basically the same thing that I had posted on social media. And according to Instagram, only 75 people saw my post. And then in our Facebook group, only 26 people saw it. And there are over a thousand people in that group. But when I sent it in an email within an hour, over 900 of you, had already opened the email and read it. And that doesn't include the several thousand more of you who still saw my name in your inbox and remembered that I existed. And that number may sound high compared to like where you are now, but the week I launched my business and created my email list, I had 11 people sign up that week to join my email list. And I started sending emails that week because I had 11 real humans who wanted to hear from me and who knew I could help. So I just stayed in service of them. Like I didn't make it about me and all my drama about email. Like, oh, they don't wanna hear from me or I'm gonna bother them or this has to be like super official. And listen, I'm human too. I'm not saying that that drama wasn't there, but I noticed all those thoughts that I had and I realized that those thoughts weren't getting me the result that I wanted and it wasn't getting my clients the results that they wanted. So I sent the emails and here's what's crazy. Those 11 people were serious about wanting my help. Within just two months of consistency and telling people to join my email list, I got 62 people on my email list and I made $16,000 just from sending emails and making offers. I didn't have a perfect website. I barely had a presence on social media yet. There was not a ton of content there yet. But sometimes we neglect our email list if we don't have a ton of people there yet because we think it's a waste of time. But your people there are ready now. 
Like they're the ones that have raised their hands saying, I'm here. (laughs) I want to hear from you. I'm interested. One of my students started her email list. Her very first email that she sent, she made $300. And it's because those people were interested in what they were in what she was offering. They were her warmest people. So the key is start getting in the practice of emailing your list consistently and consistently talk about your email list and consistently be adding more people to it. So the next thing I would do if I was starting my business from scratch would be to create a free offer or in other words, a freebie. So basically, this is something of value that you give in exchange for people joining your email list. So I knew my email list would be one of the main ways that I would be communicating with my people. So I wanted to bring in as many people as I could. So to do that, I wanted to offer them an incentive to join my email list other than just saying subscribe to my email list. So many of you listening have probably found me through my free guide, which is called How to Grow Your Local Instagram Following. And if you don't have that yet, I'll link it up in the show notes so you can grab it. But I want you to see, like, do you see how subscribe to get my free, gu- my free guide, how to grow your local Instagram following is a lot more enticing than just join my email list or subscribe to my email list. Plus, I knew I wanted to give people something super valuable that would get them a result and a quick win. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of people on Facebook or Instagram offering something for free, like a free guide or a free training, and they market it like it is the secret to life. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh, this is going to solve all of your problems forever. And you put your email in and you get it and you read it and you're like, what is this? And that's what I didn't want to do. Like I have been burned a lot of times by putting in my email address and getting people's free offers. And I didn't want to be that person who promised something and then didn't deliver. And in my mind too, here's what I want you to think about when you're offering something for free. I want my people to think, if this is free, I wonder what her paid stuff is like. Or I, or I wonder what actually working with her is like. Like for me, I know you're here because you want more clients and you want more revenue in your business. I want you to be able to get those things just by listening to me for free or from attending my free trainings or downloading my free guide or reading my emails because that's going to help you build trust in me. So think what is the ultimate result that you're trying to get your client and how can you get them a little win along the way so they start to trust you and see you as an expert and someone who can help them? Because when people first find you or, you know, you're just starting out, they may not be ready to take out their wallet and pay you and become a client right then. So think about your ideal client. What can you offer them for free? that they are going to find valuable. Maybe it's a free guide, a free training, a discount code, a free consult, a free book, a sample, a sneak peek, a free quote. Like what is going to be valuable to them? The third thing I would do starting my business from scratch is to run a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. Now, there is a learning curve to learning how to run Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's actually why I teach them last inside of my program, because I want my clients to really have their messaging and everything really kind of hashed out in their offer and be ready 
for people to see it. But with that said, I don't think that you have to wait months and months or years and years to start running ads. It can be one of the fastest ways to reach more people and to get in front of more people. If you're already creating content and putting out offers, if you do have a freebie or an email list that you could start growing, you could put a couple of dollars or even as low as a dollar behind this content so you can start getting more people to see it. I hear a lot of people's biggest frustrations are like, I don't know how to reach more people beyond like my friends and family or no one sees my stuff or I can't reach my ideal local clients. Creating an ad where you actually target your ideal clients can be a way to get more people to see you and for you to expand your reach and grow your audience quicker than if you were just doing it organically. Now, is this the only solution? No. And do I think you have to use paid advertising? Absolutely not. I have clients who've reached the six-figure mark without running any ads at all. And they've done it just through meeting people, through social media, referrals, their email list, and really through creating just a great client experience. But if you are looking for a jumpstart and for a quick boost in people seeing your content, running ads is a solution that's available to you. I like offering this as an option because I see so many people get defeated with social media and the reach and the visibility. So knowing that this is an option that's available can just open up new opportunities for growth. And I'm going to do a more in-depth episode about this, but I personally consider Facebook my lowest paid and best employee (laughs) because I can pay it like $10 a day and it'll just go out there and find me people. Like it shows people my offer and helps bring people into my world. So again, it's this is an advanced strategy, especially if you've never done it before, but I don't think it has to take you a long time to be ready to do this, especially if you have support, whether that's with me inside the local preneur bootcamp or even a Facebook ads manager or even another local business friend who's been running Facebook ads before. You can do this with a very low budget while you're figuring it out and making it work. Because it does take some trial and error at first, as does everything with growing a business, right? But it starts bringing people into your world. Then you can start putting more money behind that ad once you kind of get it worked out and it starts working. Okay, I love running a Facebook ad. I never turn mine off. It works for me when I'm not working. I wake up every single day with new people on my email list. So especially if you're just starting out, it's a great way to reach people right out the gate. And as you are out there working on other things and kind of going more behind the scenes, this ad can be kind of out there meeting people for you. So all three of these things I would do starting from scratch are really just to bring more people into my world. Like I can have this ad running, showing people my freebie and adding them to my email list. Then once they're on my email list, I can keep offering them value. I can make them offers. And I know these are the people who have raised their hands saying, yes, I'm interested in what you have. So I'm going to be totally in service to these people 
and always just thinking about them and what they need to hear from me and how I can help them. All right, so I hope you found that helpful today. That was just a peek behind the scenes of three really big things that I have done in my own business to grow and that I help my clients do as well. And if you have been enjoying the new podcast so far, I would love it if you would hit those stars and give me a rating. And if you're on Apple, you can give me a review and let me know what you've been enjoying and learning so far. I know you guys seem to be enjoying the actionable like step-by-step episodes, so I will definitely keep them coming. All right, you guys, have a good week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, I want to invite you to check out my program, The Localpreneur Bootcamp. This is my coaching program for business owners who are ready to become the local go-to in their industry with a steady stream of clients. You can find more information at lesliepresnell.com and I'll see you inside.